0: Sports Radio 960
1: WSBT, we are back. Welcome back to Caveman Corner. We are live from Monterey, Mexican Bar and Grill, located at East McKinley Avenue in Mishawaka. Yes, just across from Liberty School, east of Division Street here on the north end of Mishawaka. We are back after a holiday break that, well, a little longer than maybe we would like, but it's good to be back and uh, a lot of NFL games and lots of holiday cheer and uh, well, a national championship game and a Notre Dame men's basketball game all taking stages on Monday night, but we are back here tonight at Monterey Mexican Grill. With Dean Huppert, I'm Brian Miller, your co-host, and Monterey is the home of the best authentic Mexican food served this side of the Rio Grande. Dean, Happy New Year. I know that's maybe a little little tardy yeah, for that. Merry but, Christmas. And, and uh, Happy Hanukkah. Yeah, but uh, great to be back. Great to talk k ben sports. And, man, oh, man, there has been a ton of stuff go on for the Maroon and White since we were here last time.
2: Yeah, it really has, and we'll get to some of the things with wrestling and basketball here in a little while, and uh, tonight we've got some of our swimmers here and our head swimming coach for the boys and girls. It, it's it been an exciting winter so far, and, and, and you know what? What's great about this year is for the first time, we're going to be taking Caveman Corner all the way to the end of February, so we can talk about those exciting stories as we get into tournament tournament action.
1: Well, you'll talk a little deeper into the winter sports. We can set the uh, the table a little deeper for the uh, basketball sectionals when hoosier hysteria launches certainly the girls edition additional sectionals are coming up just a week from now and heck spring sports like you know baseball track and then, who knows? Maybe we even squeeze some softball into it. Who knows? Yeah. Although we, the coach doesn't know anything, but that's okay.
2: That's
3: okay. <laughs> that head coach
2: Brian Miller—he's been there a while. And uh, speaking of head coaches, we'll we'll talk about it in just a little while too. But uh, Coach Steve Anderson, our yep. volleyball coach, the all-time winningest coach in the history of Mishawaka sports, retired this week. So we'll we'll talk about those 900 plus wins and what a career. And of course, he was on Caveman Corner. So we have all the big dogs here.
1: There you go. There you go. We'll introduce our lineup of guests.
2: Yeah, we're gonna have. Uh, the head coach of the Mishawaka swim team for the boys and girls Brian Heinzberger and then Carter Brogdon and Audrey Wadling and Lily Deeds and coach Heinzberger tell us a little bit about your kids and uh, just about the Mishawaka swimming programs
4: so this year um, it's been kind of an exciting year Uh, great numbers on the girls team boys team has been doing awesome with their swimming and Uh, we don't have any divers our diver left the season early Um, but We have four boys this year. They're doing awesome. Um, We need to get our numbers up a little bit, obviously, but uh, the four that we have are doing an awesome job. Um, Carter here uh, is at a 105 in the 100 butterfly, uh, 109 in the 100 breaststroke, so he's doing awesome for his second year swimming. So I'm very, very proud of that. Um, Audrey um, is her second year on the team with us. She's one of our captains this year. Um, She got second in the 500 at the conference meet. Um, and then we've got Lily Deeds, our diver. She won the conference meet uh, this year. So uh, very, very excited about looking forward to the sectional.
2: Yeah, that, that's great to hear. Carter, just talk about uh, last year, your first year, you went in and made it to the sectional finals in a couple events. I'm sure this year it's like, okay, now I kind of know what I'm doing. So um, <laughs> there's nothing better than experience. And, and, and talk about that as you get towards the end of the year, just trying to improve and get your times. I know you guys put in a ton of work.
5: I mean the the amount of work that we have to put in to get to the places that we're at um, Especially the three of us that are here today. I, I know that um, everybody on the team works hard But it, it takes something to get to that higher level like at the sectionals and uh, getting into the finals in our events and I really think that a lot of us have put in that work and uh, Like the effort that it takes to be on that level and I'm really excited to see what we do.
2: It's a different sport. Uh, when you put in dedication, there's so much time that you have to feel like you're alone. And putting in time early in the morning, in the off season, after school, just to try to shave a couple seconds. What is the motivation for you that just keeps you coming back and keeps you coming back? Because the dedication for swimmers is unlike any other.
5: Yeah, I mean, I totally agree. For me, um fitness is one of the the things that i consider like you know kind of like a hobby um so it for me it's just about like some personal growth trying to see where i can get push my limits and really just i'm looking for shaving a couple of seconds off see what i can do
2: yeah Audrey, if you could, for just a moment, just talk about being a captain on the team, and I know we have a mix of multi-sport athletes, and, and you're one of those who's dedicated yourself to swimming, but just the, the effort that it takes, and, and maybe some advice to other people to say, you know what, if you come out for swimming, you're going you're gonna to have a good team experience.
6: Um, being a captain's been really cool, because I get to be friends with everybody and be a leader and being part of the team is really cool because everybody's super supportive and so when you come out on the team everybody appreciates your hard work and then we all cheer for everybody and everybody improves together
2: that's one of the fun things that i like about about swimming brian is that it's if somebody's coming in eighth place you guys are on the deck just cheering them on as if they were they were winning a championship it really is a team atmosphere and and coach has the boys and girls cheering for each other is that is that something that you guys really appreciate when you're when you're working because everybody is important
6: yes I think that's really important to have everybody working together and everybody cheering for each other even boys and girls and at the conference meet having them there to cheer for us was really important and helpful
1: Aubrey I've got to ask you now as I look at your it's your letter jacket, and you're wearing that with pride—not just to stay warm up here tonight, but uh, and to, to avoid the the weather outside. But marching band, pep band, a member of the swim program—it uh, it, kind of—it's it, the all-encompassing package, I guess, at Mishawaka High School that uh, we've got multi-sport athletes, but we've got people involved in many, many things. Uh, probably time management's uh, tough, but uh, talk about being involved with uh, the combination of both band and swimming.
6: So band and swimming is really fun because there are two big groups of people who are all there to support each other. And pep band's a little hard to do while swimming because a lot of the meets and basketball games overlap. But the games I do get to go to are always super fun. And we always have a good time.
1: What inter- instrument do you play? I play the flute. Very good, very good. Actually, I learned something at the bridal show that we did, What what is today, Monday, yesterday, that the flute and the harp are the two oldest instruments ever made. I learned something yesterday, so you know you they go. say, "What did you learn?" That, that's what I learned yesterday. So
2: you listen to Caveman Corner; you're going to find out right. a lot of things. For about meaningless Michelola trivia, about <laughs> line. yes.
1: For meaningless, <laughs> they are playing trivia downstairs. Maybe that'll be a question that tonight. Might, that
2: might come there in handy. Go. Hey, hey, Lily Deeds is here, and uh, you know, last year one of one of my biggest thrills was watching you win sectional. And I know you've had a great year this year um, as a conference champ, and sectionals coming up. But take us through last year, just how exciting that was to represent Represent Mishawaka to be a sectional champ. Uh, you play sixth at regional and then got to go to state, and and what a ride that was. And and here you are back for your senior season.
7: Yeah. So I would say last year it was a very emotional year. I wasn't really expecting, let alone making it to state, but making it through finals at state and. Um, I really just felt like I was doing a lot for myself and I could tell my coaches were proud of me and everyone was telling me congratulations, so it really just felt good and like all my hard work was paying off
2: yeah and to get down to Indianapolis and to know that that the best of the best were there and for a while we were looking at deeds up there with the score and it was like right at the top and it's like all right just one more dive one more dive and and you get that momentum and and that good feeling I'm sure it's contagious and it's just like I want to take it one more step
7: yeah, I would definitely say seeing the names of everyone up on the wall, it's really inspiring and it just makes me want to do the best I can, make last minute corrections and really just try my best. And it- definitely worked
2: yeah so. have you guys all been to the to the natatorium down in indianapolis that's uh, one of my greatest stories was uh, watching Lindsay benko and she's from elkhart central and, and broke all kinds of records around here went to usc but she qualified for the usa olympics in that pool and for an indiana kid who was just miss everything to see her and she came over to do an interview right afterwards and You just saw the look on her face and the hard work that you put in, Coach, Mm -hmm. and that the kids put in to see somebody actually reach that ultimate goal. And then she became a a goal on a relay team. Yeah, my
4: wife was in high school at the same time, so she went to Mr. Walker. She raced against her. So, you know, my wife still talks about that to this day, yeah. about racing against Lindsey Banco. Yeah, she was the,
2: special, yes. Yeah, one of the greatest athletes uh, from this area. But when you see the sport of swimming and just what these kids put in, whether it's swimming or diving, um, talk about that, that it's that it's a dedication that if if you do put in the time, you're going to get better, and it pays off. Oh, for off. sure.
4: Yeah, just like, and I'm going to plug one of our other first-year swimmers, uh, Lily Dawson she started this year and never had never done any swimming she's an athlete of course but she's going 29 she's going to go on our a relays at the sectionals um so i mean she's come very far with with all the hard work that she puts in because we up until this point we've been doing nine practices a week
2: yeah, and wow. being part of a club. I mean, this, so. this is a good chance for you to talk about right. a feeder program and, and the relationship we have at Mishawaka. Uh, a great opportunity not just to swim and dive with Mishawaka, but you can do it all year long in the, in the Mishawaka Natatorium.
4: Right, through Irish Aquatics. Um, of course, Audrey swims for Irish Aquatics. Um, Isaac Greer, one of our other boys, swims for Irish Aquatics. Um, and these kids can attest to, the, to how Isaac has improved since last year. Um, With swimming the club through the summer, Um, it's great for all ages. We've got kids from four years old all the way up through high school. Coach,
1: I've got to ask this question, and I am not a swimmer, okay? I've got the pool in the backyard. It's like my my kiddie pool, and we have fun in the summer. But in softball, you know, you're working on hitting techniques Mm and or throwing techniques and so forth. I'm sure there's techniques in swimming, but how do you break down each individual athlete, boy or girl, and try to improve on their skills? Or is there a certain way you want it done? Or, or I guess it's it's I guess your way, and uh, and you, you try to emphasize that? Right. Or is so, it...
4: so everybody's got their own little tendencies of what they're going to do when they coach. But I always start new swimmers with freestyle and backstroke once they get proficient in those strokes. Mm-hmm. And the techniques are similar between the two. I mean, aside from the fact that one's on your front, one's on your back. Right. But the motions are similar. Um, So we start there. That works on their flip turns um, and stuff like that. And then we we progress through there to the other strokes. And
1: as far as as you see them when they come into the first, you know, tryouts and and workouts, is there something like, I know for me, if I see an athlete that's got good footwork and can move to her left, hey, we're going to see if you can play third base because a lot of actions to your left side. Yeah,
4: you can tell within the the first week or so if they're going to be – good or if they're going to struggle and it's i mean it's one of the hardest sports physically demanding around that we have in high school sports every sport's hard in its own right but this sport is so demanding physically
1: Lily, you've got the mic there i've got to ask uh you know they talk about swimming and diving and while it's you know it's all part of the program it's so different and the diving team and the, and the swimming side did, did you swim first and then switch to diving or how did that work Or you, you were a diver from day one
7: um i so i grew up doing gymnastics so i've been raised on like flipping and tumbling and i was never a swimmer i still am very bad at swimming brian tried to make me swim And I didn't even make it into a meet at all last year, so I've just been diving since day one.
1: So you found your niche, though.
7: Yeah, a (laughs) hundred percent.
1: What's What's the hardest? So we'll talk diving for just another second. So and you've had the success, but when you started four years ago, and and you've what's been the hardest part of the job and or the commitment? Uh, You know, just an improvement or just the skill of it or what?
7: Um, I would definitely say going for new dives, getting it in your brain that. Yeah, you might smack on the water, it, it's going to hurt, Ouch. but yeah, you just need to make those improvements, and the commitment is also a big thing because I was going 10 practices a week for a majority of season, and so just showing up every day with a good attitude, its it gets difficult at times, but it's worth it in the end.
2: Great chemistry for the divers. I know uh, Bree Anderson finished seventh at the NLCs and you guys spend a lot of time together. How much collaboration is there that, hey, if you do this or yeah, I saw this, I'm sure you're just kind of nitpicking almost every oh, dive.
7: Yeah, um, every time we come up out of the water, we'll always correct each other. I also grew up with her, so it's just something that kind of comes naturally. Um, we we're together all the time and I think just bouncing off of each other it's like if you go for this I'll go for this and I really feel like that's how we get through a lot of our practices. Yeah, it was
2: really cool to see at State last year that she was there in the bleachers cheering you on, one of the first to hug you at the end, and, and just the support that you guys have. Uh, I know you guys had a had a big win in the NLC the other night, Audrey. Uh, talk about that, getting a win, and then I know for um, Marion coming up uh, tomorrow night, and um, it, it's getting towards that tournament time, so these are, these are all big swim meets for you.
6: So I was really happy with my conference performance. My 200 free was right on my best time. My 500, I added four seconds, but I got second, and I was really impressed with that. I went in fourth, so that was an improvement. Last year I got ninth, so I was really impressed with how I did. Congrats. Um, That's great.
1: Fantastic. Now what I asked Lily about, you know, the, the most difficult part and on the swimming side, what what's what's your favorite part or your least favorite part or the most difficult part of the sport for you?
6: My favorite part has to be getting a new time, looking up at the scoreboard, seeing that you got better, especially in a race that like either hurt a lot or you weren't expecting to do well in. And the hardest part has to be when you put in so much effort into a race and then you don't go your best time or you're not even close
1: uh-huh. interesting I I couldn't even begin to think that the the grueling time and I've got some softball girls that are swimming right now, and I hear about uh, some of their schedules and, and everything, and uh, hats off to each one of you guys for, uh, for, the, for the job that you do.
2: Yeah. Carter, if you could just talk about, uh, as we get towards the end of the season here, um, I know Coach thinks about building towards next year. What advice would you have to maybe somebody at John Young Middle School or maybe an athlete who doesn't play a winter sport to think about joining the swim team and, and making that boys program bigger and stronger?
5: Right. So, I mean, for 10, 15 minutes here, we've been talking about this is one of the hardest sports that you can do, especially at the high school level. And it takes an insane time time commitment, and uh, it's very mentally and physically grueling. So there's a million reasons you could come up with to not do the sport. Right. But there's also a million reasons to do the sport. And, I mean, just to name a few, like swimming is immensely good for you right and we have an amazing team culture it's probably one of the most fun sports you can do as well especially once you start getting better at it and you see improvement um, like audrey was just talking about looking up at the scoreboard and seeing that you just swam your best time ever is it's very um it's invigorating it's great to see that and it really uh, helps you move on in the sport yeah
1: Carter, I've got to ask, you mentioned earlier in your comments about, uh, you know, physical fitness and, and, and just, you know, staying fit and, and being active, and you seem like you're a very goal-oriented individual, but as you set goals for yourself, and you and Coach talk about times and improvement, take us through some of that process, and how does that work, or uh, how far out are you You trying to set goals? Is it kind of meat by meat, week by week, or is it season by
5: season? Um you know, I'll do you one better. I'm going to say it's day by day. Um, so for me, I mean, it's very difficult to get up every single day and get to every practice that you can and put in that work every time. And that's kind of how I go about it. It's just, this is the practice. This is what I'm doing today. And once I've completed this, I know that I can get better through that. And like one of one of my goals this season, uh, um, right now I'm sitting at, uh, 2509 I believe is my 50 freestyle time Um, and I don't even want to go 23 or 24 I want to go under 25 I want to I want to get 0.1 seconds in my time and that's how fat like that's just the the increments you have to take it in and it it takes a lot of work but eventually you get that 0.1 seconds and it feels great every time
1: we are talking Mission Walk, swimming and diving here tonight with their head coach, Brian Heinsberger, also Audrey Wadling and uh, Lily Deeds, Carter Brogdon with Dean Huppert. I'm Brian Miller. We are live from Monterey, Mexican Grill. This is K-Man Corner on 960 WSBT. I know you've got another question, but I've been thinking of this question all day today. i broadcast hundreds of games from the cave over the years i've done games at mishawaka steel stadium and two of the you know most talked about and storied uh, facilities or venues where athletics happen and sometimes the mishawaka pool doesn't get its just right talk about that facility i mean it is it is so amazing. it's, it's
4: one of the nicest facilities in the area and i gotta give a shout out to the school's uh, corporation this year they just bought us new starting blocks this year uh, and that was not a cheap investment for the facility, but it's well needed. They're awesome. They're awesome-looking blocks. Um, and they've, they spent a lot of work over the summer cleaning up the facility, painting, stuff like that, trying to bring it back to its former glory. It's, it's an awesome facility, and I look forward to coaching in it for many years to come. Yeah,
2: boys have conference coming up. Girls have, uh, boys and girls have the sectionals coming yeah. up. What would you like to see out of your team as you push towards the end of the season here?
4: I just want to look at hard work and have fun. I mean, the kids are here to have fun, first and foremost, and if we have fun when we train, we have fun when we race, in the end we're going to go fast.
2: Yeah. I know Brian wants to get to to some big questions for the student-athletes because people tune in every week to hear these. uh, Absolutely. I know the teachers do. Yes, they will see how many (laughs) times they get mentioned on the radio.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, um, the season, I'm sure, you know, we talk about basketball season right now, and I know we're going to visit with – Boys assistant coach Ian Nelson here in a little bit. Talk about the grind, but swimming's a grind too. With not just the two days, but it's a
4: long season. Yeah, it is. 16 weeks, unless you get post sectional, then it's even longer. Uh, And then you add that adds another week to it. Um, Especially when we're through those those two weeks of training over winter break, we're showing up for two and a half hour practices, and they're they're you know the kids are on their break and they gotta get out of bed and come over to practice, but. We, we had awesome attendance this year for winter break, so the kids are working really, really hard. I'm really, really proud of all their work.
1: That's got to be rewarding for you as a coach. Carter, What what's more
5: difficult, the mental side of the sport or the physical demands of the sport? It's not even close. It's mental by far. Oh. Um, Brian just mentioned that, I mean, we do two-and-a-half-hour practices every day over winter break uh, minus Sunday. And that's not easy, uh, getting up in the mornings and going to those Saturday practices, um, even though Brian makes his pancakes afterwards. It's, that's a good program. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's still difficult, though, and it, it's definitely uh, it's a big commitment, and it, it takes a lot of mental toughness to get through. Interesting thoughts.
1: So are we ready for rapid fire? Let's do it. All right, well, Carter, you've got the microphone, so I'm going to lead off with you here. Uh, tell us your favorite class or your favorite subject at Mishawaka High School.
5: Well, let's go with this year. Um, okay. I'm going to say I just got into um, Composition 1 with Mr. Ebright. Um, it's a college-level course, and I'm actually really excited for it um, because it's one of the first classes where I feel like this is going to be pretty challenging for me, and I'm really going to have to work for uh, a decent grade in it. And it um, saves me some money on college, too, so that's that's nice. But I'd say that's probably my favorite class this year. And you mentioned college. So what what are your future plans? Well, um, I am. I just got accepted to IU in Bloomington, so that's all the sweatshirt. You kind of were advertising there. Merch today. Um, So yeah, that's that's my plan for the future. We'll see. Um, I'm not necessarily sure if I'm good enough to be on that team, but we'll see how that goes in the future. Okay, Audrey. Here we go. Uh, Favorite uh, class or favorite favorite subject in school?
6: Um, Probably this year, either my calculus class with Mr. Haas or physics with Mrs. Foley.
1: Okay. And, uh, Lily, I know you've been studying for this question all night since you arrived here at Monterey, but uh, favorite class, favorite teacher?
7: (sighs) I don't have a favorite teacher, but my favorite class is anatomy and physiology.
1: Okay. All right. So we'll start with you on the next question. Do you have a favorite pregame or postgame ritual or superstition?
7: Ooh, um, definitely after meets, I always, always have to go to Hacienda. It's just every time.
1: <laughs> you know, Monterey is our sponsor for this, I, so we need to get this swing out here, too, okay?
7: <laughs> I know, but my. My friend's mom pays. Okay. Okay. That's that's where she chooses.
1: Is that kind of like the you buy, I fly or I fly, you buy type concept? Yeah,
7: I drive, (laughs) she pays. There you go. Every time. Okay.
1: All right, Audrey. How about you? Uh, You got a a favorite uh, pre-game ritual or post-game ritual or superstition?
7: Um. Before
6: every meet, I usually listen to rock music, and then before each race, I usually do a big jump and then lots of arm swings, lots of jumping around.
1: Just kind of active. active, Warming up your body. Okay. So you say rock. So, what's your favorite band?
6: Um, not a band, but big Billy Joel fan.
1: Okay, okay, that's that's. Did you go to his concert at Notre Dame?
6: I did. It was on my birthday.
1: Wow! Cool. That was even makes it even more cool. No doubt about that. All right, Carter. Uh, any specific uh, superstition, pregame ritual, postgame ritual you want to share?
5: Uh, no pre or postgame rituals, but I. Uh, I do have a, a thing for Chipotle after meets. Okay. Um, every single time, there's a lot of food involved here. A lot of swimmer's man. Yeah, lots of food. Lots of uh, probably is it carbon
1: up? Probably appropriate. Oh yeah, oh yeah, big time. Audrey, I got to ask you uh, future plans after high school.
6: Um, I don't know where I want to go, but I do know I want to swim in college.
1: Congratulations, good for you. And uh, Lily, your thoughts on uh, post high school?
7: Um, I'm not a hundred percent sure on what I would like to do I definitely know I want to study kinesiology and exercise science um, and I'm looking at diving in college but I'm not a hundred percent sure on
1: that well either way we are proud of you guys at Bushwalk High School and on the radio I know we have not broadcast any swim meets Uh, we haven't in I don't know how my play-by-play Sometimes it's questionable. I'm, I know it would be very questionable as far as coverage of swim meet, but know that we support you guys and uh, really proud of the, the jobs each of the three of you done, have done and your team, and push those softball girls. They need to be ready for, for the call on March 4th. But, uh, uh, Coach, any other thoughts you know, as the season wraps up and, and uh, you know, the, the, the time's ticking here?
4: The only thing I can say is this season, for some reason, just flew by. I mean, the kids have been having, I've been having a blast with the kids. Hopefully the kids are having fun. I haven't heard they're not. I mean, there are always days where they get mad at me because I make them work too hard. But um, my goal is to make them sleep good at night. And I'm um, looking forward to some fun racing here in the next couple of weeks.
2: That's great. Well, best of luck. Thank you very much. Uh, took some dedication to get here tonight. So you guys be safe getting home. And, and make sure you enjoy some chips and salsa and, and get something good to eat. Maybe that burrito Monterey.
1: There you go. Monterey is our uh, sponsor here for our K-Bank Corner. Coach, thanks for being with us, and uh, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for being here with us. Brian Heitzberger, the uh, head coach for the uh, Mishawaka Swim Program, and Audrey, I hope I didn't butcher the last name, Wadling, Lily Deeds, Carter Brogdon, thanks for being here, and it's great to be a caveman. We'll take a time out when we come back here on Caveman Corner. Dean Huppert has lots of uh, tidbits to touch on, and uh, just around the corner, we will visit here on Caveman Corner with Ian Nelson, uh, varsity assistant boys basketball coach at Mishawaka High School we'll talk about uh, a little, I guess, a little high school hoops. It's the midway point of the varsity boys basketball season for the K Men who travel to Fairfield tomorrow night. With Dean Humphrey, I'm Brian Miller, your co-host. This is K Men Corner on sixty, WSBT.
2: Hey, welcome back to Caveman Corner right here at Monterey Mexican Grill. Dean Hubbard along with Brian Miller, and we're going to be talking with boys basketball assistant coach Ian Nelson in just a moment. Let's get you up to date on some of the things happening here in the last week or two for Mishawaka Athletics. Kaylee Smith finished fifth as an individual at the Girls' State in Kokomo in girls wrestling. That was January 9th, her third year at State, and she's only a junior. The boys' team finished seventh at the Team State, went through the regular season undefeated in the Northern Lakes Conference and just placed third at the NLC Tournament Saturday behind Plymouth and Northwood. Up next for them, the sectionals at home this Saturday, January 27th. The goal is to get to state February 16th and 17th. And how about the Mishawaka Bowling Club? They're in the regionals tonight. Brody Million had a 299 earlier this year. Both the boys and the girls teams will be at the team regionals in Michigan City. But Trey DeBroca Friday night, Broke through with a 300. He was in a set, in a league and he qualified for semi-state as a an individual. But Trey rolls a 300 the first time in his career. So very very impressive for him at the appropriate time. Yeah, heck yeah, <laughs> hot at the right time for sure. And girls basketball, nine and 11 overall, have been on a little tough. Uh, sketch, uh, stretch here. Lost to Adams last week, 49-45. Uh, now they have the Bicounty County champ, New Prairie, coming tomorrow night. They're 18 and 4. That game will be at the Cave, and then 10 and 10, Goshen Thursday. The sectional is February 1st. Mishawaka will play Plymouth. Plymouth won that game earlier this year on January 6th. But if Mishawaka can break through. And Washington, who is uh, having a great season this year, if they can beat Michigan City, then it would be a rematch of last year where Mishawaka played Washington and played really tough for the first two-and-a-half, three-quarters, and, a half, three quarters, and uh, Washington pulled away and then went all the way to semi-state. Uh, to remind you, South Bend, Washington, awfully good. State runner up in 21, state champs in 2022, and then uh, last year regional champs. So, uh, they're the favorite. It's at Washington, but the girls' basketball team are uh, ready to get back, and they're winning ways, and, and this is a, a tough week for them.
1: If I could tag on your girls' yeah. basketball commentary, the fact that, uh, again, Tuesday, tomorrow night, they're home against New Prairie, the middle game of a three-game homestand. They wrap up the season, regular season play with Goshen. Uh, it is senior night, big night for their three seniors, and a uh, big conference game. It would be great for them to close out and get a conference win going into the postseason. If you can't make it to the cave to come salute that uh, senior class, you know, uh, Kasha... And uh, Addy and certainly Asia Schaefer uh, will have the broadcast on 96 One, the Ton, and certainly the Mishawaka Network will have the, the uh, telecast as well. So uh, if you can't get out and support that, this team needs your support, fans, right now, and right. get on out and do that and salute those seniors. So, would a
2: good time to do it at uh, the amen. cave. Amen. Hey, and then we mentioned it uh, off the top. Steve Anderson retired uh, earlier this week, uh, over the weekend, and uh, boy, uh, what a career 912 wins, 262 losses, in 34 seasons. He was 25-9 and last year. Look at some of these stats. 23 NIC championships. His first time uh, through Mishawaki, he was 214-9 and in the NIC. I mean, they went about 20 years without losing a match in the NIC. 19 sectional championships. You can go on and on. Three times state champ, four times state runner-up. Course, he's a 1995 Mishawaka Hall of Famer and 2011 Indiana Volleyball Hall of Famer and uh, spent his first 26 years at Mishawaka, had 774 wins, took about a 10 year break, and then the last year, uh, last eight years, he's had 138 wins. So, again, 912 wins, all time winning as coach at Mishawaka in any sport. So, thank you very much to Steve Anderson, yes. the coaching tree, uh, the dedication, the prestige he brought to the high school. Uh, you Talk about legend! You don't throw that name around like to everybody, but you do to Steve Anderson because he's he's a he's a state legend, not yes. just a uh,
1: legend. He's probably a national legend for yeah. that matter. And I know I have shared many, many, many athletes uh, with him over the years between softball and volleyball. I never had to worry about one of his volleyball players not coming into softball season in shape. Even when there was the window between fall and spring sports, uh, those kids had to be dedicated to play, and they certainly were. They were coachable, and uh, man, just you know, kudos to him. Uh, uh, Nine hundred. There's a lot of us that have uh, only would wish or could even count that high, let alone win that many matches or that many games. So. Enjoy your retirement, Coach. It's well-deserved, and I know we'll miss you at Mishawaka, and the volleyball program will will uh, certainly miss that, that legendary leadership.
2: Well, Mishawaka went through a few years there where uh, just struggling a little bit, trying to get the numbers, trying to get the feeder program back. Well, now they've been in the sectional championship the last couple of years, over 20 wins, and uh, putting themselves in position, and of course his brother Dan's been at the middle school, so they just work together, and the volleyball program, uh, whoever gets that next job, is in very, very good shape.
1: Best of luck, no doubt, to uh, Coach Steve Anderson on a job well done for many, many years, the Mishawaka Hall of Famer. Hey, let's talk some basketball.
2: Yeah, boys basketball, 8-4, 2-1 and, four, two and one in the NLC. Lost a tough one at Northridge the other night, 39-31, but Uh, games coming up tuesday at fairfield and then friday goshen at home and next monday south bend clay and uh then february 1st warsaw at home so a nice stretch here after having what 14 days off we got coach ian nelson here and uh you guys had a little stretch uh off and uh, maybe a little bit rusty last friday night but ready to get back in the swing and head towards uh being the defending sectional champs
3: absolutely guys uh thanks for having me first off um yeah, we started the season, you know, 6-1, and one, so things were looking good. And we, we had a little rough patch, but th- you're right, those two weeks off. The weather, you can't predict the weather, so. Oh, they well, do,
1: they do every night on the news. <laughs> yeah, well, they think they yeah, can. <laughs> yeah, they try to. I teased Bodie, though, when we were at uh, Northridge Saturday night for the broadcast. I said, well, this is your third opening night. I mean, <laughs> truly, true. with all the time, ta- you had Thanksgiving, even the true tip-off against Tippy Valley. We had the long break after the Kokomo tournament and the holidays At, at uh, against Plymouth and then Elkhart. And who was to think it was going to be two weeks till your next game? And uh, now you've got to try to, you'll have a make game with Wawasee, you've got a make game with Clay, you've got uh, uh, a lot of shuffling of the schedule going on. But uh, uh, is it good to get, maybe get back into a routine
3: and see some games as, as opposed to practices? Absolutely. Those two weeks off, I don't want to make excuses, but we were a little rusty. You can't go 0 for 8 in the fourth quarter. So I think next week we have three games in that week, and I'm looking forward to that. I think our boys are too. They want to They want to play, go get somebody else. Well,
2: and I know you like this team. I mean, the personnel works together, works hard, and once they start gelling, we saw that last year, magic can
3: happen. Absolutely. You know, all our guys are unselfish. These guys, we have nine seniors, so they've been together since sixth grade at John Young. So it's, it's kind of natural to them. We don't really – I don't want to say we don't have to coach them, but – some of the stuff just comes natural with these guys.
2: Well, and a blessing and a curse, you've got some football players who maybe don't get started as early as possible, but that's because they've won five out of the last six sectionals and, and doing great things. And then when they start getting on a roll, get their basketball legs under them, now all of a sudden February and March gets fun.
3: Absolutely. You're starting to see a uh, name drop Trey Thomas. He's starting to pick it up in the beginning. He had those you know, those football legs. But uh, he's starting to rise up now and getting those, those – uh, Big jams in practice. So,
1: well, he had a career high against Plymouth a week ago, for, or two weeks ago Friday, and he had a remarkable ball game, and in a lot of ways,
3: really helped get the K band back in that ball
1: game and uh, kind of over the hump against Northridge.
3: Absolutely, he brings a lot of energy when he comes on the court, and he's, i always call him the gazelle. He, he flies <laughs> up and down that court. So when he's hitting his shots and he's confident. Um, He's definitely uh, hard to stop out there.
2: Well, and you got to love a kid named Trey hitting a three-pointer at the buzzer <laughs> there at the end of the third quarter. It was like I was that's listening coaching, to Dean. That's I was listening to Brian, and I'm like, Trey for a Trey at the end of three. That's that, that's just perfect. And uh, you know, we'll talk more about the team here in just a moment. But talk about your background. I mean, you're a local guy and and played basketball, have been coaching for a long time. And when Coach Heck brought you over here, I knew your face, but didn't get to know you until until you were here but you love this game and and have been around it a long long time
3: yes absolutely i, well, I was, i'm a 99 graduate of clay high school go colonials thank you <laughs> that's coach.
1: another clay grad <laughs> yeah. I, I i'm ahead of him by a few years there in the uh in the age number but.
3: absolutely so when i got my first teaching job it was at adams so I naturally they, coach pat king offered me the freshman job and i was at adams for 13 years so when uh I'll name drop again Chad Blasco he ended up taking the girls job the JV position opened up my son was an incoming freshman my wife teaches there it was almost like it was meant to be that way Yeah. so it was a natural fit for me to just move over there and it's been a great four years I love it great
2: yeah, and just be a part of the being part of the Mishawaka programs. Talk about that. Just when you when you come over to the cave and trying to build a tradition and knowing that Mishawaka hadn't won a sectional since 1986, but taking on that challenge and when Coach Heck came in here, there was no doubt that he was going to put this team in position to do that. And you guys worked relentlessly hard to 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 make those kids believe to make it not just basketball be relevant, but to have a sustained, successful program for years to come.
3: Absolutely. Uh, Heck started that, and um, when Coach Bender came in, he, he, one of his first things, when we sat down as a staff, he wanted to. He said, if we're going to be around here for any amount of time, we've got to start with the youth. And I, I'm proud to say this past November, we've had over 80 to 100 kids in the Maroon Swish program. Awesome. Wow. And, and our goal is to, I and mean, we can't know everybody's name, but we try to know all the kids, and just making sure that they're a part of our our culture, and that's how we build it and maintain it.
2: Well, and as you've seen, it's not only. Uh getting kids to play, but getting them to stay. And that's a, that's a big deal. I mean, and if they know that the program cares and that the program's building, talk about some of the things you guys are doing. Uh, elementary sports are great, but playing club ball along with elementary sports, that gives it the best of both worlds to get them to John Young Middle School.
3: Absolutely. And uh, Coach Bender and I, we, we make sure our faces are present at all the games from the third grade games to the eighth grade games. In fact, I help coach some of these teams right now during the season. Just so they know who I am, and you know what our goal is. So over the next 10, 20 years, we won more sectional championships. I'm not, I'm, we're not satisfied with this one. So that's our goal.
2: Yeah, and, and he's not lying. I was out at a Maroon Swish game yesterday, and and there's Coach down in Napanee. I mean, it was a slippery, slippery <laughs> day, but there he is. And uh, yeah, it was uh, We got to have a little pregame of the pregame for there the you radio go. show. Yes, there you go he, he wanted to know the questions. I'm like, man, I can't I can't give you the answers.
1: <laughs> yeah, it would be like cheating on the test or whatever like
2: that.
3: Hey, Ian, go back to your Clay days. So who did you play basketball for? Was Tom DeBate's coach at Clay at that time? Tom debates said – recently resigned and went to new prairie so joe huffman for help came in okay okay and he was coaching at east chicago the girls mm-hmm. so we didn't really know we don't want a girls coach you know just it's our like, mice. What? he really uh he knew his stuff oh, and, yeah. and he took us to back-to-back sectional championships unfortunately we lost both of them
2: yeah he hated me for a while because he he got all excited about a referee and went went up the near the scorers table and he slipped and and i called it the hup and fall and it just people were talking about it and i could tell oh, that next time i saw him he didn't want to talk to me he was not,
4: not i happy thought it was cute that, you know? but it was it <laughs> a was good a great highlight the <laughs> camera
2: was rolling right that's true yeah well just thinking about this year's team and uh, and what you guys have coming up you you talked about it being an important stretch but what do you have to do to get that team in rhythm on a roll and, and to score in a few more points
3: that's a tough question um Actually, hey, you, you're, you're looking at video every day, had, trying to figure I it, I it out and watching. it. that question, um, you know, some guys right now they go, they're going through slumps, they're tired, you know. So it's just that bringing that positive energy to practice and, and watching a lot of film, knowing everybody's tendencies. It's tough. You know, we got Fairfield tomorrow. We have one day to scout. So today was the scout, and you just got to go play. But just to make sure those guys are confident, they know the game plan, and you're right. We got NLC games. We're in the home stretch of that, and. Everybody wants to beat us now since we beat them last year, so yeah. it's we're not the uh, – we're the hunted now, so we got to just bring our A game. It's and, amazing
1: what a sectional championship will do for yeah, you.
3: Absolutely. You Absolutely.
1: Know. We're visiting with Ian Nelson, varsity boys' assistant basketball coach here on k Band Corner from 960 WSBT. Just a few more minutes of the show to uh, to talk. But uh, the k Band go to Fairfield tomorrow, and then uh, – back into the uh, Northern Lakes Conference frying pan uh, uh, against Goshen, and uh, again, rhythm and routine, r- rhythm and routine, and you mentioned maybe being kind of tired or whatnot. What uh, what are your thoughts as far as uh, uh, how close or how far away are they is this team from hitting their peak? Because last year you guys hit your peak at the right time, because I remember some heartbreaking, ugly losses on the road at Goshen at Warsaw, and, and you got it fixed at the right time, and bang. You, it was magic in March and so forth like that. Uh, where
3: are we at as far as maybe reaching the peak or getting over that hump? We are very close to getting over that hump. We, um, I think we just need to be a little more unselfish. We need to knock down some shots. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Putting the ball in the basket and is the kids a great can remedy. Shoot. It's the not kids, that they don't
2: have talent.
3: You no, know, The kids can shoot and uh, we spent a lot of time in the offseason, as you know. Um, just play as a team. Be confident. Finish around the rim. We did bully layups today, beating on them with the bags. Just go through the contact. Get that cuteness out of there. Be strong. And, and just play tough against these teams.
2: Well, and you mentioned it, boy, that, that Goshen game last year, uh, mm. overtime game. And then you talk about Warsaw. It was there in the final seconds. These are, these are games that if you are a competitor, you will remember those games and be motivated and say, you know what? The NLC is going to be tough every game, but we can learn from some of those games just like we did. And and speaking of learning... Uh Last year, I was taught a dance in the locker room when, when they won the sectional, and that thing got a lot of play on social media. If you haven't seen it, look up uh, sectional champs and dance, and, and all of a sudden, Ian Nelson, that was just out of natural. The kids yeah. were, like, starting to dance. The music was up, and, and you just went at it.
3: That's what you that's what you get when you win a sectional championship. <laughs> all, the, all the kids were like, you, you must have rehearsed that. And I'm like, no, that was just from the heart, oh, man. that was, man. That, was, that, was, that, was
2: yeah. that was some fun times. We'll never forget that bus ride home and uh, <laughs> and seeing him come off the off the bus with the trophy. Unless we get another one. And, and then we may some, forget uh, about that last one because yeah. this is the most recent one.
1: But you know, and I will tell you on a whole different angle from that sectional championship. I had the privilege of calling basically every game last year and the guy sitting next to me was Ron Heklinski. Sure, I'm. Um, you know, he would have loved to have won a sectional at Mishawak High School. He won a lot of basketball games at Anderson in all his career. There was no man happier on this planet than heck was for that basketball team even though he was the spotlight as a coach, and that says so much about his character, and uh, it's all about the program, and uh, hey, I hope we get to call
3: another one this year. Absolutely. Me too, guys. Yeah. Well, Just thinking
2: it. about just the family atmosphere, I mean, you, you talk about Darren Pritchett also, you know, with WSBT, and he was able to be up there and, and do some interviews, and his kid down on the floor with tears in his eyes, and there are special moments that... Basketball, that high school athletics can bring a community together, and we appreciate what you guys do, doing it the right way, to to give Mishawaka um, not just great wrestling and not just great volleyball and great football, and I could go on and on with softball and baseball, but bringing a community together and giving our fans something to cheer for in the right way, because you guys work hard and the kids are are just quality people.
3: Well, I appreciate it. Appreciate it so much, guys.
1: I got to ask about coaching your boy. Okay, I mean, I'm sure it's tough. <laughs>
3: it's Coaching your kids tough, but it's at the same time so so incredibly rewarding. So incredible. I always I used to say it was a gift and a curse because mm-hmm. I'm all you're. I'm always hardest on them. Mm-hmm. But before this year, we sat down and we and I said we're, we're going to have some fun this year. This is the last hurrah. Let's go out and have some fun, and that, and that's what we're doing.
1: Well, good for you and well deserved, and uh, it, it's a pleasure to see you at work, and uh, it looks like the chemistry with you. Bodie Bender, uh, Mr. Detroit Lion Steve Sheltrell, <laughs> who's the happiest guy oh, he, in all the world right now. He's on his high horse right now. I text him after the game to congratulate him, and he showed me a picture of the tunnel trying to get out of Ford Field yesterday, so uh, oh, that's good stuff. That's pretty special, but yes, uh, look forward to being with the K-Bend tomorrow night down at Benton. Tough road game. That's a tough place to play.
3: They're 12-2 they're right now, and they got a big 6-6 point guard. And, and it is a tough place to play.
1: Wait wait a minute. Six-six point guard. Yes. You don't hear of that in high school. No, you do not. No matter 4A or 2A, <laughs> like Fairfield at what I believe is a 2A school, yes. Um Wow.
3: It, wow. He wow. can drive it and shoot it.
2: You guys may want to guard him.
3: <laughs> I'm just telling you. It's
2: <laughs> to, to Talk to Coach Bender it. about yes. that. Tell yes. him Dean said.
3: Yes. Yes. Good to
1: see you, Dean Hubbard. Uh, <laughs> hey, any, any uh, final thoughts there uh, for no, the show? I,
2: I appreciate your time, and you talk about uh, coaching your son and, and brings back memories of hitting that game winner last year against St. Joe, and oh. that's the type of kid who's put in the work and is ready to be out there on the wing to hit big shots, and, and they're going to start falling. Guaranteed they will start. Fall, and you yes. need to come out and watch our Mishawaka basketball team because it's going to be fun.
1: Yes, get out and support this caveman club. But I got to make an amendment: Fairfield is a 3A school. They used Three. to be 2A, but they're now a 3A school. So my and the apologies. girls
2: won the state championship, so they've got a they've got a lot of basketball talk down there.
1: No doubt about that. Ian, a pleasure. We could sit and talk basketball all night long, but uh, thanks for joining us. Thanks to uh, Coach Heisberger and the Mishawaka uh, girls and boys, uh, members of the swim and dive team tonight. Great lineup and uh, lots lots of uh, fun stories.
2: Yeah, taking a week off next week, uh, you're going to be on the air with basketball.
1: So next Monday we will not have a show here at Monterey. Why? Well, because the uh, boys' basketball team is doing a makeup game against South Bend Clay with the Colonials, but then we'll be back coming up uh, the beginning of February, and we'll take it through the four weeks of February to uh, uh, bring you K big corner right up to uh, basically post-season tournament time for uh, the boys basketball sectional and uh, gosh it's going to be at the cave this year which we're really really looking forward to so uh, Ian we'll see you tomorrow in Benton down at Fairfield Thanks for being with us. Dean Huppert, Is always a pleasure. Great to be back together. All right. Thanks, Brian. is Ben. This has been Caveman Corner here from Monterey Mexican Grill, located at 507 East McKinley Avenue in Mishawak. Hey, okay, fans, don't forget the Mont. That's where we're located tonight and every week for the show on the upstairs, second level here at Monterey. Their second-floor private room has event space for up to 120 people. For any event, visit MontereyMexican.com details, special thanks to Matt Embry for Spin of the Dials back at our 960 WSBT radio studios. Uh, for co-host Dean Hubbard, I'm Brian Miller. Bidding you very pleasant good night from Monterey.